This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 257, Star Wars The Last Jedi, Road Trip! Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. (laughs) To boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend's plumber. versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. Okay, we are in the van. I am Ben, Ben Avery. I'm here with... Evan! Brennan. Ellen. And now we get to the non-rhyming names. Tim. Laurel. Amelia. And those last four, Ellen, Tim, Laurel, Amelia, are not strangers to the show, but they are strange, and they are my children. (laughs) And we are getting ready. We have loaded up the van. We also have little one, Evan's baby, Yumi. And we are going to be dropping her off on our way to go see Star Wars The Last Jedi. The van is in drive. The snow is coming down like the frozen wastes of Hoth or the whatever the destroyed planet from from whatever. Starkiller Base. Starkiller Base. Or Renvar. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Hoth. And... <laughs> We are ready to go and see Star Wars The Last Jedi. I'm going to hand the microphone to Evan, and we are going to talk about what we are expecting, what we are hoping, and what we are planning to see and do. This is going to be a longer episode because we're going to meet someone at the theater who I'm actually going to see if I can talk to him inside the theater. But uh, I'm going to hand the microphone off to Evan, who's going to have to do some... uh, uh, contortionism in order to be able to get the microphone around to everyone. But... Here we go. Before we... Oh, first question, Evan. What are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Well, Ben, I'm wearing a number of things. Brennan said that I my coat resembles a musical artist whom neither of us can remember his name. Josh Groban. Josh he says I'm wearing my Josh Groban coat. Underneath that, I'm wearing the uh, St. Mark Missionary Church uh, youth group sweater, which is the church we both used to attend. And uh, underneath that, I'm wearing a Sonic the Hedgehog Japanese t-shirt that I got on Black Friday. So, yes! Um, you, you want me to go around and see what everybody else is wearing? Yeah. Okay. Brennan, what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? I don't remember. I just put it on after work. I think it's a hoodie. Yep, sure is. Nice. Ellen? Uh, I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt with Ray and BB-8 on it. Nice. Yumi? Wow. Okay. Tim. I'm wearing a pink Bethel College shirt. Laurel. I'm wearing a Hogwarts shirt, actually. Mm. And Amelia. 
I'm wearing a t-shirt and a sweater. All right, and Ben? I am I'm wearing the Missile Command Atari 2600 artwork t-shirt that features characters who look like they're from Star Wars, but I'm still not wearing the shirt to the thing. Although my daughter is. Yeah, I, I, I almost wore my uh, Star Wars, the last, not the last year, the Force Awakens t-shirt, uh, which I couldn't find. But that I still wouldn't have been wearing it to the thing because it's the wrong movie. So franchise counts. <laughs> franchise counts apparently. Okay, so expectations. I don't want to talk about mine at all because uh, I just want to go in fresh and just see the thing, and then we could talk about it a lot afterwards. But does anybody else have expectations or things they would like to talk about? Nope. Nope. Did I ruin the mood? Did I kill? The mood in the car. You just like destroyed the whole. You just destroyed the whole reason for doing this kind of episode. Like we drive to the thing, talking about the thing, and then you. I don't want to talk about it. So you're just gonna hold the microphone. Is what's gonna happen. Like okay, I just want to see really cool Star Wars stuff, and I don't. Look, there's things we need to find out. We need to learn about Ray's parents. We need to find out what happened with Kylo Ren that caused him to do what he's doing. We need to find out why Han left Leia. We need to find out about what Luke has been up to this whole time. The question is, will we find out the answer to these questions? And my hope is that we will, and they'll be satisfying, and there'll be more questions leading up into J.J. Abrams' next Star Wars movie. Well, I think we'll get the answers to all those except for Ray's parents. I, I think we'll, they'll hold out on that till the last uh, movie. Well, I don't know. Things, I, things I've heard from other sources and things. See, here's the thing. I've been trying to avoid the, all the spoilers. I've been trying not to watch the trailers. I've been trying not to watch the YouTube videos where the people talk about what they think is going to happen. But still, last night I'm at church and the people are coming and they're asking me and they're telling me things. And I don't want to know the things. So I'm saying to them, please stop. But they keep talking. And... So I just don't. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about any of the spoilers. But uh, you guys can if you want to. Any have, has any thoughts percolated in your brains since I last asked you the question? What do you think about spoilers, Tim? Wait, what do you mean? How many? How many trailers have you watched? How many? I saw one trailer for this movie like a couple months ago. Nice. Me too. Laurel, you uh, had an advertisement situation come up. What happened with that? That was not me. That was actually Ellen. Ellen. <laughs> I took my headphones off during it. Yeah, whenever it comes on the TV, I close my eyes and plug my ears and go, la, 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 la. And I, because I don't want to know anything. <laughs> for Ellen, for Ellen, it was an audio thing. Like, it was just an audio, like, she was listening to Spotify and a Star Wars commercial came on. That's how hardcore she is about about missing information. All right, Brennan, what about you? Do you have any expectations? What are you thinking? What are you hoping? Do you care at all? I do care. Um, as far as spoilers go, I don't watch a whole lot of TV, so I haven't really seen any ads. I think I accidentally saw half of an ad. I'm assuming it was Star Wars because there were spaceships. Nice. So, yep. So, uh, I don't really have a whole lot of expectations going in. Um, as you know, Evan, you just had to refresh my mind on what happened in the last one. Yep. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't retain a whole lot of movie knowledge, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. I always like Star Wars. So I, 
I've not been avoiding anything intentionally, but I haven't been seeking out anything. And so I did watch Disney's put out a few social media ads where it's like, don't spoil this moment. And then it shows this scene. It's like totally, there's no, you can't figure out the context of the scene. It's just like the, a person moving across the screen. He's, oh, I think I recognize who the person was, but I don't know what they were doing. And it's really funny to me because it's just so, you can't, you don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so um, at some point I need to tell the story of the drama of what brought us to this moment to be driving down the street in this car to go see the movie at this point in time because there was almost a point in time where we weren't going to be able to. Well, tell, tell it now, right? I, I think I'm going to because we have a train coming up and we have to vamp for time. But my at my church, they, they scheduled our staff Christmas party for right now. Like, <laughs> And so... I didn't know about this until I'm sitting there with our care pastor at an event. And he's like, so Ben, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, what are you going to do about the movie? Like, what, what movie? He said, they just announced the time of our staff Christmas party. And it's on, it's on Thursday, the 14th, right? 14th today. Yeah. yeah. And I, I knew that they had scheduled it. I it didn't even register with me. And I felt like when I was a little kid and I had to decide if I was going to go to my, my Beavers Scouts meeting or if I was going to stay home and watch the Captain America TV movie Death Too Soon. And I'm just, I'm, I, I remember like telling my parents, I saw the commercial for this thing. And I, it was coming on at seven o'clock and I'm just, I want to, I want to stay home and watch this. And my, my parents let me choose. And they said, well, you, you can choose if you want to go and see Captain America death too soon here. Or if you want to go to your beavers meeting, cause it was Canada. And, uh, and so I chose, I chose, uh, I chose Captain America and I felt like my parents were so, so disappointed in me. And I just, I felt awful. I remember all I remember is making the decision about this movie and feeling really awful about it. And then I also remember um, Captain America throwing a shield and uh, hitting, hitting a vial of aging stuff that landed on Christopher Lee and made him die. And I also remember dead goats because yeah, goats were, they, they gave goats the aging serum. And so they, they aged and died and were like at the farm. And, but I, (laughs) As I'm facing my decision, do I go and see Star Wars with my children or do I go to the Christmas party with my wife and my staff? And I just had flashbacks to that decision all over again. Like I'm, I'm a little kid trying to make the right decision, but I feel like I made the right decision. Nice. I'm going to go see Star Wars right now and everyone's eating some awesome uh, food at, at some place. I thought you were going to say that was canceled. Oh no, I'm straight up skipping is what's happening right now. So yeah, so that's, that's what I'm doing right now. My team, they're at, they're at the staff party, the rest of the staff, all the pastors, they're all at the staff party. And I am driving my van, taking my kids to go see Star Wars. It's a family thing, you know, it's it's family priorities. So I promise I will have stuff to say and thoughts, but I, I just want to wait till after the movie. But I have been getting psyched for Star Wars because I have 
uh, gotten Star Wars Battlefront 2 for uh, Xbox One, and that's been pretty cool. They've had some levels from The Last Jedi, at least one that I've played, and I was when it came on, I was like, oh no! But it was too late, I couldn't change the level because it was online, and I get penalties if I just quit the game in the middle. And so I had to play through it. Pretty cool. And, uh, yeah. And they had a cool story mode that was uh, canon, and it's uh, it takes place in between Episode 6 and Episode 7. It kind of elaborates on what how the Empire fell completely after episode six, so it was pretty cool. Um, so, guys, who's your favorite Star Wars character from the new movies that you're looking forward to seeing again here in the in the new one? Ellen, go. I don't know. Yumi, go. Wow. She didn't have an opinion. Okay, Brennan, do you have an opinion? Let me think about it. He's thinking. Does anybody in the back seat? Have an opinion. Favorite character from the new ones. Yes. Amelia. I like Han Solo, but even though he's dead, I know he's going to come back. What? No. Amelia, he's he's not coming back. He's a Marvel movie. He's coming back. <laughs> he's dead. This is a problem with my children, see? Like, she's... She, Ellen is convinced that Quicksilver is coming back to Avengers. Like. <laughs> Too. They couldn't. They can't just let him die. He's my favorite. My my children just latch onto these things, and I, I can't. I don't know what to do because old Yeller's coming back though, right? Yeah. Old Yeller's, really? yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm excited for when Mace Windu makes his triumphant return here in this movie. <laughs> it's gonna be pretty cool. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Um, I liked. I think my new favorite character from here. Yeah, it's a toss-up. That's a hard one. I I enjoy Kylo Ren as a bad guy. He's a good bad guy. He's a good bad guy. I was talking. Keep his mask on. <laughs> yes, he should keep his mask on. Well, I was talking to Sean Holtgren the other day, yesterday, about how you know everybody complains that Anakin in the prequel trilogy is super whiny, yeah, right? <laughs> everybody thinks he's super whiny. Yeah, but if you go back and you watch Luke, Luke is also super whiny. Super- so it runs in the family, and then, oh, what's what's his name? Kylo Ren is is Anakin's uh, grandson, so and he's super whiny. So it's just a super whiny family, all together. So no. <laughs> I am now filling up airtime by talking, yeah, you need to, like, like Captain Kirk. <laughs> um. <laughs> Ben's saying I need to come up with topics. What type of topics should we talk about? See, I'm just so geared to not talk about this movie because I've been trying to avoid things for, for so long. You're the one. Like, you're the one that I'm like looking to to carry the conversation as I'm driving. And, and you're the one who just doesn't want to talk about anything. Okay, all right, let me think. Okay, there's got to be something I can think of that I want to talk about that we all want to talk about. Yeah, I got a question. Uh, do you know if John Williams is c- the composer on this one, or if they're letting uh, uh, Michael Giacchino do it? I do not know that answer to that. I wish. Okay. Well, that's a that's a question I have. <laughs> so that uh, that that goes nowhere. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Wait. There's got to be some stuff that we could talk about. Um, okay. How about this? How about this? Are, are you afraid that the tone for this is going to be a little too dark? Because everyone's talking about how they're going to follow the, uh, the path 
of the original trilogy with that second episode being the dark one and it, what do you what do you think about that Evan uh, that doesn't bug me I think it's going to be great either way and uh, I I am looking forward to this because it is the longest Star Wars movie that's ever been made yes two and a half hours so I love that runtime gives us a lot of time to pack a bunch of great stuff in there story wise action wise uh, incredible revelation wise hopefully so that'll be great Yes. Yumi, do you have opinions on that? No, I'm good. Yeah, I guess. I'm not, I'm not good podcasting. I have, a question. I have a question for Evan that he probably does not want to answer right now, but why do you think it's titled The Last Jedi? I don't know. It could be, okay, it could be because they're, um, in the in the animated series currently, they've been talking a lot about how the light side is not necessarily correct, and neither is the dark side. It's a balance in the middle. And so they, they could be abolishing the Jedi Order in favor of something new that strikes a more balanced tone. Now, I was talking to Ben about this earlier, how, you know, oh, that seems very postmodern, you know, with the there's, there is no right and there is no wrong. No, no. That was... Brennan, Brennan asked if that was my Ben voice. That is not my Ben voice. But I, I look at it from the, the angle of uh, inside Christianity, you have, you know, you can, you can stray toward legalism or you can stray toward just being loose and, and not caring about what God thinks and just doing whatever you want to do. And, uh, you know, you'd call that in generalization grace and truth, you know. Oh, we live in grace, man. We don't got to, you know, go do all the rules and whatever. Then you got all the, uh, you know, the, the truth people who are like, no, we have to do it to the very letter of, of, you know, it's basically Pharisees. But Jesus struck the perfect balance. He was full of grace and truth. And we as Christians need to follow his example and find that balance between legalism and, and being too loose. The last Jedi? <laughs> Am I saying that Jesus is the last Jedi? No. <laughs> I got a question. Okay. Is is the Jedi singular or plural? Oh, snap, Tim. Yeah, that is a good question. I think it's plural. I think it's plural. The last two Jedi. I know why. It's it's called the last Jedi because uh, either Luke or Kylo Ren die, and then there's then Rey is left. So there's that's the last Jedi. Someone's gonna die. I don't think someone's gonna have to die if it's if it's not plural. Yeah, well, what about okay? So I, yeah, and your your whole legalism grace thing. There, there's something to that. I do wonder about this as far as like Jedi versus Sith. Um, if if the Force is based on moralism, that's one thing. I don't know now if I mean you talk about the light side and the dark side, and you talk about the Jedi follow the light side and the Sith follow the dark side, and. It, on one hand, you could look at it from that kind of point of view that, you know, you have good people doing the good and bad people doing the bad and and the force has the division there uh, and then there's the balance or whatever. But then if you're looking at it as just, um, you know, what are you doing with the force? You don't have to be a Jedi to do good with the force, right? You don't have to be Sith to do good with the force. And so I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if some of this terminology is just having to do with okay it's, it's the label the the jedi is the label if you've gone through all the right training you become jedi 
but Jedi training does not necessarily equate that you are good. You, you know, you're you're following the light side. You're you're doing the good stuff. And we've um, seen precedent for that in the movie with uh, Maz from the last one. She knows the Force, but she's not a Jedi. Well, and also, um, what's his head from from Rogue One? Oh yeah, yep. I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me. Right, right, exactly. So. Uh, it's it's interesting because then you're starting to pull away from this absolute morality of the force and you're getting into more the morality of the person and you know the force then can become this sort of um impersonal just force rather than what we have where we have you know there's right there's wrong but right and wrong is determined by by God and God is the one who set things in motion and and does things and he's active and personal um, where the force then becomes just another part of nature and another tool that you use. Like you can use gravity for good and you can use gravity for evil. Using it for good is finding a way to use gravity to, to go and, and to irrigate your crops. And using it for evil is like pushing someone off a building. And so, I mean, you can use gravity for good and for bad. And I think the force then becomes something more like that and less like uh, a moral measure. Um, and so I... I I've just been thinking this through, and, and actually, a lot of what's pushing me to think this through like this is Steve, and his his ideas of the balance of the force and stuff like that, and the, just this idea of, um, you know, the balance between good and evil and and all that. But what if the force has nothing to do with good and evil, and it just is is a thing, and the good and evil is because of what the people are doing with it, and the balance from the force has nothing to do with good or evil. I don't know what the balance would be then. But it has nothing to do with the dark side, light side. And so everyone in, the, in that world is just interpreting it wrong in you know, similar ways to what we have going on in our world where we, we, as much as we interpret all the stuff from Scripture and as much as we interpret all the stuff that God does in our lives now, um, we can't understand God, you know. And so we're going to, as close as we come to being right, we're never going to be 100% right until we're actually, you know, with God and, and actually in his presence and so to speak, in heaven. And so that's, I, I don't know, I've just been thinking this through, and it's, it's been good, actually, because I've been trying to wade through just some of Steve's thoughts and, and just the way he's looking at the Force and how it's kind of wonky. So, I really, I hope that's where they take it, Ben. Uh, I have <clears throat> never been a fan of Obi-Wan's description in the first one, talking about how it's a mystical force that binds us all together. I, I really enjoy the midi-chlorian... Uh, the route wouldn't you agree no i hate the midichlorians <laughs> absolutely 100 that, that was a straight up setup yeah. all right so here's what we're going to do we're going to be dropping off yumi in just a moment then we're going to go to chick-fil-a feed the family and um i also do want to throw in a plug right now though i'm afraid that this is going to get lost in all the star wars stuff that's going on and that's we did a um a christmas episode this last Christmas episode that we did, uh, Steve and I, I really enjoyed this episode. I just hope it doesn't get lost in all the shuffle here. And so I'm just going to throw out a plug for that one. It's called Close Encounters with God, Nativity Stories. And it's just all about the different stories of the nativity, but we're examining them using the uh, um, UFO encounter scale of Close Encounters of the first kind, second kind, third kind, and just kind of looking at, okay, the wise men had a close encounter of the first kind, which is visual contact. And uh, you have uh, the shepherds who get in close encounter 
of um, the second kind and the third kind because they actually make contact. They actually get to see Jesus. They, they make contact with God. And yeah, so anyway, that's, that's our previous episode. I think it's 256 or whatever, but I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't want to get lost in the shuffle. So we're going to stop here. We're going to drop off Yumi, and I'm going to get to hold the microphone and actually try and steer a good conversation. So, Looking forward to it, Ben. Looking forward to it. Here you go. All right. See you, Yums. All right. So you haven't come with us to a Star Wars movie yet, have you? I, I have not, no. Um. Because you've gone to, you were Kong, right? And Godzilla? Kong. Godzilla, Planet of the Apes. Yes, yes. And we did a Marvel one, I think. Did we do Justice League? Batman. Batman v Superman. Okay. So what's your Star Wars background then? I've seen all of the the episodes and the Rogue One. So all the big time theater stuff I've seen. Um... Other than that, like extra stuff, not much. So what's which which is your favorite movie then? Mm, I think five actually, episode five. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's Empire Strikes Back, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I don't I don't know why I loved the action in it when I was younger, and I just liked it. So you you've been. You've been watching since uh, since you were a kid. Then is that you've been a Star Wars? Kind of, yes. Um, trying to remember. So Episode Five was the first one I saw. That might be why it is my favorite. Um, it probably just has the best memories for me. Um, I was not allowed to watch Star Wars because of I don't know, probably the violence or whatever. For a long time so you know my cousins and friends had all seen numerous episodes and i was always into like the visuals so i like to you know collect the stickers and the the legos and all that cool stuff but i'd never seen the movies so then finally my parents deemed me old enough to see it at some point and just the first one that i watched with everyone was episode five so that might be why it's my favorite it just holds the best memories for me all right, so Evan, here's what I'm going to ask you now. Okay. okay, what is for you the most significant uh, spiritual idea or lesson that Star Wars either teaches? It either teaches in a positive way, or it teaches by showing the negative. Because uh, in some ways, you could take that kind of. The force binds us all together and, and uh, you know, Yoda's speech from Empire Strikes Back to where, oh, my goodness, look at that line at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I remember when Yoda said that. that yeah, yeah. I know. Um, I, I think you said it a little yeah, mixed up, though. Yes. Chick-fil-A look at. So what, what do you think for you is the most significant kind of spiritual idea that Star Wars gives? And it can be done by Star Wars actually getting it right or teaching it wrong and teaching you a lesson because it was wrong. Uh, okay, this answer might change as I as I have more time to think about it, but the one that always sticks out to me uh, is that the devil is real. And he is he wants to 
nothing but the worst for you and will promise you everything that you want, uh, that you, that you think you want in order to entrap you and, and get you off the path. And that just the, the powerful acting from Ian McDermott as the emperor really just hammers that home, especially in episode three, uh, where he is seducing Anakin toward the dark side. Uh, and that those those scenes with him are just very they're some of the most well acted scenes in the entire all of the movies and it's you know what's going to happen if you if you know anything about Darth Vader or Anakin and so it's just a epic tragedy uh, unfolding before your very eyes and you can see how mixed up Anakin is and how convincing the Emperor can be when he wants to be and that. It, to me, that just mirrors what the devil does uh, perfectly. All right. So I'm going to ask you this as well. And kids, I'm going to ask you if you have an answer to let us know if you have an answer and then you can give it. I'm not going to pass the microphone around. But um, for me, one of the most, and this is just in, in general in storytelling, one of the most significant spiritual moments for me in storytelling is um, that that final battle in Return of the Jedi where, where Darth Vader does do the turn. And you know, actually rescues his, his son. And, and I think part of that, I mean, I saw that when I was what, 11, 10, something like that, maybe even nine, but being the kid, you know, I'm to me, my, my parents were some of the most important people in your life when you're that age, you know, because they're just, they just loom large. And then to have Darth Vader is actually his dad and he's evil, but then his dad helps him, you know, and it's like, Oh yeah. And, but just that, that moment of, you know, Luke believed in him and, and Luke was not going to strike him down. Luke was not going to hurt him. And he was going to, he was willing to sacrifice himself, uh, before he would actually kill his father. And it's an interesting moment. And probably one of the most, just in my young life, that was a significant moment to have that, just to see a hero act like that, where, you know, you could, he had every reason to just go ahead and, and destroy, destroy Vader. But he said, no, no, I'm not going to do it because I believe, I believe in, in the good there. And I, I'm going to do the right thing here. So, um, what about you? Well, I'd have to think about another option because I was going to say the same thing of the redemption at the end, maybe at a slightly different angle, the, the redemption that, you know, um, all of his life mm-hmm. since he fell, he, chose evil but at the end you know he still had that that chance to to turn back um and uh you know change at least make an attempt at changing the past and that's that's the the buford um theory of how to deal with with santa claus right where you just do one really good thing at the end of the year and it makes up for all the evil bad stuff you've done as a bully but at the same time that's that it is honestly the way Christianity works. I mean, it's not a balancing act. It's not like you did all these bad things throughout your life. And then when you make this choice to follow Christ, you have to like even the scales, you know, it's not like that. And so, um, because there are the cynical view is, you know, Darth Vader did really bad, evil, terrible things. And then he saves his son and that's, that makes up for it. And in some ways, uh, you know, balancing the scales no it doesn't in the fictionalized world i mean it's not like he became a christian 
or anything that he found redemption through God and forgiveness of sins, but he kind of does, you know, as far as the, the fictionalized world that he lives in. So kids, you got anything, any, any, uh, thoughts about some spiritual ideas in star Wars, or should we just go into Chick-fil-A and, and get some food? Anything? Raise your hand if you've got something. No? Okay, we're going to turn off the recorder, and we're going to get some Chick-fil-A, and then we're going to head over to the theater, and we might do some recording between there and now. I don't know. Depends on if Evan feels like talking or not. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we will. So we will play the spoiler organ before we have any any spoilers. Uh, so if you have not seen the movie yet, you can continue listening uh, until we play that organ, um, even after we've seen the movie. But right now, we're going to go in and get some chicken. Okay, we are back in the van, and there was a ton of people in that store with Star Wars shirts on. People apparently wearing the shirt to the thing. Uh, And so I think we might see some familiar faces once we get into the theater. We will see. Here's the big question right now that was asked in the restaurant a couple times. Uh, Is this a 3D or a 2D showing we're going to? And the answer to that question is... I don't know because I did not purchase the tickets, so we will find out. Um, Evan, I'm going to hand you the microphone. We're going to start driving again. We're going to head back to where your wife works, and you're going to give her baby food for the baby. Uh, So here you go. So I apologize, podcast people, because I failed you in the first segment of this episode with not being able to talk about anything. But I've, I've figured out some things to talk about, so yay! Five minutes to do so. Okay, so Princess Leia, uh, Carrie Fisher, the actress who portrays her, has passed away uh, after filming this movie. And so, theoretically, she cannot appear in the next one. So, will she die, the character? Will the character die in this one? Or what do you think they're going to do with her, Ben? I, I just don't know because I don't think they would plan to kill her off after they killed off Han Solo in the last movie. I don't think that was the original plan anyway, but it is quite possible that that's the, going to be the plan that they they go with. I, the question I have is how are they going to honor her and 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 her and and recognize her passing away? And if it's going to be a title card at the end, that's that's absolutely appropriate and I think that would be good, but at the same time then how do you address it in story? And if they didn't do anything for her to die, according to the plan, I mean, is this something where next movie she's just going to be, it's just going to have happened off screen or something? I, I don't know. Because then the other question is, are they going to digitally do the, I don't like that idea. All right, let's go here. I didn't want to talk about spoilery things, but because of the trailers, they're teasing us that perhaps somebody, I'm not going to say who, will turn to the dark side that has been traditionally thus far on the good side. Do you think that will happen, or do you think they're just trying to throw us a red herring? I think everything that is being thrown at us in advertising is a red herring. That's what I'm going to say. I think that every single uh, every single official spoilery thing is actually not a thing. That's... That I don't. I just. I just think that they're more savvy than that, and that they're trying to, you know, get people to talk. But, but I don't really know. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna. I. I don't know enough that I feel like it's gonna be a good. 
good surprise. So, all right, Evan is going to go and drop off the baby food he forgot to give uh, before. So while he's doing that, um, I don't know what, if there's one planet, okay, kids, if there's one planet they could go to in this movie that you'd like to see again uh, from any other movies, what would, what would it be? You're not really a kid, but you can answer. <laughs> I don't remember the names of the planets, so I'm going to let the kids who know the names say that. Okay. You might hate me for this. I don't know. The one that Jar Jar Binks is from. I like that planet. I, I, know, I, I, know, I know people don't like Jar Jar Binks, but the planet was pretty cool. The jungly, watery planet. I dig that planet. What was the name of it? Naboo. 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 Let's go to Naboo. Naboo. Next. <laughs> didn't didn't that planet that Anakin went on that date with um with Padme? Is it? Yeah, I I like that one. Just leave. I like Naboo. All right, three for Naboo. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed the Hoth scene. Hoth is one of my favorites. I like Endor. It's not a planet. It's a moon. I think. Alright. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Tatooine's been done a lot, but it'd be cool to go there again and see what it's like 20 years later. Uh, I also, I'd love to see more of a castle, what is it, Castle Bast? Is that what it's called? The lava planet? Or the- yeah, Mustafar, where Darth Vader's super castle is from Rogue One. That'd be cool to see. I want to see Dagobah. Oh, yeah, not bad. I, I think it'd be really fun if we would have uh, some scenes at Dagobah. How much retreading of The Empire Strikes Back do you think we will get? Because we got a lot of retreading of A New Hope in the last one. I have a feeling that the the whole, hey, remember this thing you liked in that movie before? You're going to like it again. I don't think it's going to be happening in this movie. I, I, I don't. But we have walkers. We have walkers, and we seem to have like some Jedi training or something, but I... Man, a lot of people are here to see Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, I mean, the parking lot is just packed full. So it's nice that everybody will be in there when we go see Star Wars. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to get some. I, I don't think we'll have a problem getting good seats at all. So, Well, it depends on when our person who has our tickets gets here. So we'll find out. But, yeah, we have no idea... 3D or 2D, all we know is the time. We have an hour before the movie starts. I am bringing the microphone into the building with us just in case we have some good conversations in the theater. So we'll see. But until then, anything you anyone wants to add before we shut this off and go inside the theater? <laughs> Midichlorians. I'm just shutting this down. You guys. All right, so I'm in the theater right now. We're standing at the corner here, and I'm here with Derry Prinkert, who is... I know him. He's a friend from work. So, Derry, um, what do you think? What, what are you looking forward to most right now with... Uh, Last Jedi, man. Man, I, man, I. Well, first of all, I told, I just told you a minute ago, I had a horrible moment with, uh, 
with the last one where it got ruined for me and spoiled. So I'm just excited. I'm walking completely spoiler free. I am ready to be shocked. I expect an Empire Strikes Back-esque twist. I have no idea what it's going to be, but I just expect that we'll see kind of like what we what we already saw, um, a reflective of the of the original trilogy. So that, that's that's my big thing. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't even want to guess what it's going to be, uh, but, but I know what we're going to get some kind of twist. Okay, so real quick, explain how it got spoiled for you last time. Oh, gosh. So I, all I did was I post on Facebook that I was coming to see the movie, uh, excited, you know, for Star Wars, and I pulled up Facebook right before I walked in the theater, and I, there, I was just the, exploded with notifications all through my, uh, and I, I was like, something's wrong. I have 60 comments underneath this thing. And what happened was a Star Trek guy and a Star Wars guy decided to get into an argument. And I was scrolling through it just to make sure nothing was like inappropriate or anything else like that. And the Star Trek guy decided to post. And all I saw is Han Solo dies and Death Star or Death Planet gets blown up. And so, yeah. Yeah. So basically the whole movie pretty much got, got spoiled for you. Yeah, but it was still amazing. I mean, I still loved it, but yeah, it, it was it was pretty disappointing. And needless to say, he apologized. He repented. I forgave. It was a great biblical moment. That's good. That's good. That's what we need here is these, these come-to-Jesus moments that Star Wars can bring to us, right? Right on. So how, how can Star Wars bring you to Jesus, Derry? Well, you know, I, I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> I, I really didn't expect it. I, you know, I wasn't planning on asking that, but you know, if if it's not going to bring you to Jesus, right? Right, right. I guess not. But I, I'll enjoy fellowship. I mean, that's a good thing, right? That's true. You brought your college group here, and we uh, piggybacked on your bulk order of tickets. Yeah. So yeah, we blocked out a ton of tickets, and not as many college students were available. So the Averys came in in their place, and since I'm more or less the Averys youth pastor and co-worker it worked out well it's true it's nice and so you are actually the reason why i don't have to be at the christmas party right now yeah and i don't either i told i just sent to all our staff i told them hey guys since you couldn't make it don't worry i'll send you live updates all the way through and i, I think they're really going to appreciate that yeah my, my staff was a little disappointed but at the same time like it's family it's family so all right so we're going to go step in and i'll Try and catch you afterwards, see what you thought. Cool. And yeah, because you won't fit in the van with us, but <laughs> it's pretty full. Awesome. But um, yeah, okay, thanks, Derry. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Okay, we are back in the van. We have seen the movie. We are sitting in the parking lot and we are going to do a quick spoiler free discussion. And then we are going to kick it back to me in the theater with Derry because we talked about some things with spoilers. And then we're going to come back to the van, and we'll start the drive home. Um, the thing with dairy has already been recorded, so it's some time travely podcasting kind of thing. But for right now, what I want to do is just go around the van, go around the horn here, and I want you to just your first impressions, um, just without spoiling anything, just tell us, did you like it? And what was the kind of stuff that you liked? And then um, is this one of your favorites? Or one of your less favorite Star Wars movies. You don't have to rank them if you don't want to. So, where should we start, Evan? What if we started the other direction? <laughs> okay, we'll go around counterclockwise, Evan. <laughs> this is clockwise. I'm starting with. It doesn't matter which direction <laughs> we're going. In, I'm starting with you. Fine. Do so you want my star rating or or if I like? Oh, no, it? just just do the just brief. Okay. Just brief first impression. Meh. Okay, that's brief, brief enough. Yep. All right, very good. All right, so <laughs> toward the top, toward the bottom. 
Eh, maybe in the middle, lower middle. Lower middle. All right. We might have to get in some ranking it in order, but you ready to give a star rating for that then? Uh, hovering between a three and a three and a half. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. I enjoyed it. It grew on me. It took a little while, but uh, I ended up liking it more than I thought I would. And something I really liked were the twists and turns. Honestly, something that was turning me off was a lot of the twists where I was like, thought one thing was happening, and then the turn came, and I was like, oh, something else was happening, and that made me like it more. So I'd say it ranks in the middle for me. Not one of my favorites, not one of my least favorites, just kind of middle road. All right. Passing it off. Pass it on. Um, I liked it better than Rogue One because I didn't like that one. (laughs) 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 It was better than last year's Star Wars movie. Okay. Um, Did did you like it though? Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, I probably put that one like in my that's definitely really near the top of all my star all the star wars movies um that, was, that might be my favorite star wars movie so far mm. I, I guess i liked it i don't really know um i liked it it's probably probably one of my favorites and i probably say that about all the new ones but um i liked that there were new characters too so yeah All right, and what's wrong, Evan? I'm putting it on my list of ranking all the Star Wars movies. Why are you saying, oh, no? It's at the bottom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like you even how many of you see how it's possible? I'm just possible. judging it. I'm like, oh, no, I like that movie better. No, I like that movie better. It's at the bottom of the list. Oh, it's number nine. Oh, <laughs> how is that possible? It's number nine, Ben. This is terrible. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I liked it a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Quite a bit. Like I was going to lead with that was garbage and then be like, ha ha. But instead, Evan just went ahead and said it was garbage. Garbage? It's just my least favorite Star Wars film. (laughs) Is Clone Wars in there? Yes. You're no. It's one below the Clone Wars. Animated Clone Wars. Oh no. That doesn't count. It was a motion picture. But it's on the big screen in theaters. I paid money to go see it. Okay. Well, if that counts then no, this is not my least favorite. That would be my least favorite, but I don't count that one. <laughs> Live action Star Wars films. I consider that as part of a TV show. It's three episodes of the TV show. They just release it as a movie. Yeah, and it almost had a plot that went together. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I liked it quite a bit. Uh, music was great, as usual. It was John Williams. Um, there were things that, that were surprising that I didn't like because of what happened. But the way it happened, I'm going to grow to accept it I think um, but man le- um, least favorite okay yeah so I think I'm the exact opposite of what Brennan said where he, where he said you know oh the turn turned me off 
But then once the twist happened, then he liked it. For me, the turn, I was like, oh, right, this is great. And then the twist happened, and I'm like, oh, that stinks. That's because I like reality and you like fantasy. <laughs> this is a fantasy film. Yes, but the turns actually made it, based in the fantasy, made it more realistic with the past fantasies we've had. I didn't like it. <laughs> That's deep. Yeah, oh, thank you. From the back. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, we've got some wildly divergent opinions like here. I don't negative guy all the time. It seems like I'm the negative guy I every mean, time. It seems, it seems like you do like it, actually. It seems no. like you do. <laughs> what? The not, like, I was so excited. This is the one I was looking forward to. Yeah. Every movie we go to. Every movie. It's just, I, we have to find a movie where we can go and I can walk out and be like, man. I liked the Justice League. I liked that one. Yeah, but so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We Here's what we need. You never go see any of the animated films with me. That's what we need to start doing. That is true. That is very true. You mean like Trolls? Yes. Which I haven't seen yet still, but my kids have now. Did you guys like it? It was predictable. It was, it was predictable. Yeah. You guys all told me you liked it. That's what I told you. Oh, Doug said you all liked it. Okay, so my seven-year-old, <laughs> who was six at the time, liked it. But Okay, well, I don't even know where to go with the spoiler-free zone here. Humor. Did you have any thoughts on the humor? I thought there was a lot of it. There was a lot of humor, and... It it came from character stuff. It was better than like Thor Ragnarok type humor. Yes, I liked I liked the humor. It's like a return to form, I think. To or not, I don't know. It seems more like the original trilogy humor, where, I mean, you had you had some humor in the prequel trilogies, but it was more like Obi Wan doing making a snide remark or something, and R two D two and doing slapstick. And it felt like the humor that you got like from like Yoda in Empire Strikes Back. You know where he's he's doing something. It's goofy, but it's on purpose. And like, and then Han Solo doing his funny thing in Empire Strikes Back. But that's because it's Han Solo. It's character driven. Uh, you, you had more stuff like yeah. Well, Han Solo's on the intercom, or he runs the wrong way down the hallway, and then there's the, all the stormtroopers, that sort of stuff. Yeah, and, and this this felt like we were going there. It didn't feel like it was the kind of humor that we got like in Thor Ragnarok or Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing. It, maybe it's coming close to it with some of the, some, the, parts, yeah. some of the humor. But um, Okay, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to play the spoiler organ. Um, I've got a little bit of the conversation I recorded with Derry that we're going to jump to. They're going to come back to the van. Um, and when we come back, we're going to talk about favorite scenes, favorite new characters, because there were a handful of new characters that were uh, interesting. Some of them were cool. Um some of them were very, very likable, and and some maybe not so much. But, man, Evan. <laughs> man. <laughs> you were just pulling this episode down, man. Okay. Why are you on this show? <laughs> Spoilers. 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 Okay, spoiler warning has been sounded, and so you're okay at this point. I'm not sure how I'm fitting this in with the editing, but we are still in the theater right now with some 
time travel-ish kind of stuff going on. But I'm here in the theater still with Derry, and so we just wanted to catch your your, your final impressions, first impressions of the final moments of the whatever's going on in your head. You really summed it up really well. That was yeah. quite a journey. So I got I got to be honest, but like I think in the first twenty minutes, I got a little nervous. I it I don't know how to say it, it felt a little prequely to me. I was kind of utterly unimpressed. Did you see what I did? Think back. Remember? Get what I did there? Yeah. But um. But no, actually, I wasn't unimpressed. I, it just was like I don't know. But then, but but I gotta say, like that all washed away. Amazing visuals. Um, awesome. I, like I, t- I think I said before, I'm I'm expecting a Empire plot twist, and I think we got it. But it wasn't. It was like it was, but it wasn't. And who raised you know parents? I think we know are now that they're yeah. If he was telling the truth. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think I think they were. Um, but but oh yeah. Overall, just I'm I enjoyed it <laughs> a ton. Okay, I gotta say this. I don't know when I'm saying this in the van, but this was an Empire remake almost. Right, right. Uh, Luke was Yoda. The island was Dagobah. Yes. <laughs> but they didn't start on Hoth. They ended there. Right, right. Like It was a little reverse engineered. And the fact of there was a couple things like that. And that's why I always thought about uh, Force Awakens was, yes, there were nods, but then they, they did a little twist. So like in this one, there was this reveal of who is your parents, right? And they're nobodies rather than they are the significant person. Yeah, let's reverse it and let's go, let's go Hoth at the end and... And I love that. I gotta say, one of my favorite moments. I don't think it was I was supposed to be. Did you catch the Titanic Titanic nod? No. So the uh, the Rose was the girl, and there's that moment that the magnetic thing is going, and she knocks him out, and um, and uh, uh, Finn goes and says, "Why did you go and do that, Rose?" Did not hear that at all. And I, I pray that that was just an accident. But but I also, there were a couple of moments I thought were really cool. Just the little nods back, you know, the, the moment that, that, these are the things I love when you go back to the originals and um, the, 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 the moment of the, the old hologram of Leia, that was so cool. The, yeah. the moment when Leia got the, got the, uh, the, whatever that little trinket was and they played the Han and Leia music. Those, those moments are always like favorites for me and this stuff. But overall, just super loved it. And, and I'm sure you guys are going to get to talk about a ton more. But. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about some stuff. And that's why I don't want to say too much because you're like triggering some thoughts in my, my brain right now. Anyway, I don't, we, we won't be able to do it in one, one trip. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll be coming back to this episode. We'll, we'll be coming back in another episode, I'm sure. Yeah, well, it's, you know, I was thinking I'm looking forward to probably bringing my son back and watching this. I think I will. Um, just for the sake that I, I almost need to watch it again because there was so much that happened. Had a little bit of Return of the King feel where I thought they were going to end it about four different times. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm not disappointed necessarily that they didn't, but, but it's just interesting that way. Well, you're kind of like, okay, wait. Uh, what about the stuff I saw in the trailer? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. We, that movie's see, done. Are we ever gonna see the red smoke? Uh, and then I, I, I was waiting when when Luke went out and faced all the you know all the machinery there. I thought maybe they were gonna cut to the credits right there on me, and I was hoping they wouldn't. I'm glad they didn't. But but yeah, yeah. That's my biggest disappointment is that Luke didn't make it. Yeah, yeah, I know. But will he? He'll be around, right? We're gonna see Force Ghost, aren't we? I don't know. I was expecting almost to see Ian McGregor show up as a Force Ghost, Hayden Christensen, yeah. and I think Yoda was a puppet. What? It, I think it did not right. feel. It did not feel like a CGI. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. So okay. Well, thanks, Terry. Any final word? 
your your, your final word here? Yeah, I, I'm I'm giving it a way over passing grade. I'm not going to try to rank it out right now, but definitely was fantastic. I loved it. All right, so we are going back to us in the van now. Later. Thanks. Okay, so I do have to say, as much as I liked this movie, I liked it better the first time I saw it. When it was called The Empire Strikes Back. Because they said this would not be a retread. This would not be a retread. It was totally a retread. Luke, Luke was Yoda. The island was Dagobah. Uh, Ray goes into the cave. Um, walkers. Well, he had walkers, and oh, but it was different because they were at the end of the movie instead right. of the beginning. Well, but the beginning of the movie is an evacuation of a planet when the Empire is coming to attack. Yep, and then, um, and then you even had uh, Kylo say to Ray, "Join me. Yes. Together, we will rule the galaxy." Like there, yeah, it. it totally it is. Yeah. If if Force Awakens is a new hope, then now and I already said this, but just it wasn't as bad as the kind of thing where they're like, "Hey, remember this movie that you liked? Well, we've got some more for you. Remember this, and then we got that." This wasn't wasn't quite like that. So I do want to go around the horn as I put this into drive and start heading us home. I'd like to hear favorite scene, the one that sticks out to you as your favorite scene. And we'll talk about some themes and favorite things we liked and things we didn't like. And we'll find out why Evan drops this below Revenge of the Sith. And oh man, we're going to start with you, Evan. Favorite scene. <laughs> okay, favorite scene. Okay, I've got, uh, I've got two favorite scenes. The first one is with Yoda showing up. That was great. Okay, Yoda. Was he a puppet? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Or or it was just animated to straight up look he like was that puppet. Animated to look like a puppet, if not yeah. I they didn't show his feet hardly ever. I'm pretty sure he was a puppet. Uh, yes. Amazing. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And then my second favorite scene is probably the lightsaber duel. Or not duel, I guess. The the, the one with uh, Kylo Ren and Rey fighting against the Imperial Guard. That was cool. I liked that. Those are my favorite scenes. All right, guys, your favorite scenes. Mine was probably when oh, Kylo. Oh, oh, I'm I'm Ellen, and mine was probably when Kylo Ren and Ray were fighting the guards together too. I really like that one. Brennan now, and unfortunately, I have to say the same scene. But I liked the the whole thing where they're trying to turn her to the dark side. And that whole switcheroo where you think that Kylo Ren might be going good. I liked that whole part there. Um, this is Laurel. Uh, I like the scene when Kylo Ren and Rey are like talking in their minds. And because I mean, maybe it's just me, but I like I think they're perfect for each other. <laughs> and so, yeah, yeah. See, Ellen agrees. So, um, yeah, that was my favorite. Um, I liked um, also the scene where Kylo and um, Kylo Ren and Rey were fighting the guards, but I also um, I liked it when Luke was um, he like all the ships were shooting at him and then he just came out fine. I like that one too. I don't know. Uh, I don't think I have a favorite scene or a favorite character. But I do, I like Kylo Ren a lot better now. 
Uh, I I didn't really like him before, but um, I think he's a a much better bad guy now. Kind of because I guess he's kind of saying that he wants to be a bad guy now, because I he was kind of unsure before, but yeah, I like he he's a good bad guy. I disagree with you, Tim. Uh-oh. I I didn't think he's a better bad guy in this one. I think he's a much better bad guy in the first one. Really? Yep. Evan, you you're so negative. Yeah, yeah, well, so negative. Tim, Tim told me to get out and walk. Uh, he's way scarier in the first one with his mask on. His voice sounds a lot cooler. He's a much more he's a much more menacing presence in the in the first one. Uh, he does a lot more cool things with his powers. The lightsaber fight was cooler. Um, in this one, he. He's not imposing. He's not intimidating. But he's the, more whiny. But the psychology, the, like he goes, he's psycho in this one. I disagree. You like him because he's a, he's a dehumanized, scary thing that's that's uh, unpredictable. In the first movie, and then this one, he takes the mask off. He leaves the mask off because it's about him, and it's about him like facing himself. He's not very compelling. Well, that we will have to disagree on because of what happens in this movie is pretty compelling. Like, I don't think so. <laughs> See, here's here's Evan. Here's here's the thing. You can have negative opinions, but you need to learn the whole idea of yes and in improv, right? Where you're not just completely negating everything. Okay, well, let me finish my thoughts. Okay, so you said he's not very compelling. Let me explain why I don't think he's very compelling. Except- Chance. This is my turn to talk. Okay. You get to talk my favorite scene. You're just. Uh, well, all right. Say your favorite scenes. Uh, continue. Go ahead. Finish your your thoughts. So I, can I was just saying. I just life. thought he wasn't very uh, compelling. I mean, he's making he's making the wrong choice. Yes, and I think it's more to do with how they structured the script and the movie in general. And just how it comes off on him. They've now positioned him as the main villain for the series, which I think was a huge mistake. Um, I'm just, I don't, they, they'll have to really reveal a lot more in the third one to get me to care about him or to get me to care that he's a bad guy other than he's just a whiny baby. I don't like it. So he, I, I don't like it. I don't, compared to all the other villains in all the other movies, I don't like it. There is, a lot to unpack here and I'm talking about the movie itself and the stuff that I liked um, I like the Luke Skywalker stuff a lot um, and I like the revelations about like what happened in the time that before Luke went into exile and the whole Rashomon kind of thing where you get to see what happened three times you see it through uh, Luke's first story to Ray, you see it through Luke's second, uh, through uh, Kylo's second story, and then the third story is kind of really the way it actually happened, where you see that Luke intended to just kill him and couldn't do it, and then uh, that's you know Kylo wakes up and his uncle and his master is standing over him with a lightsaber to kill him, and. That's compelling to me. I mean, you've got this really interesting backstory now that I, I didn't. I didn't know if they'd be able to find a good way to show how Kylo Ren became became evil, and you know, decided not to be whoever it was that Han and Leia wanted him to be. And 
it just it, I liked that um, the lightsaber battle that you're talking about is good um, it's exciting uh, and I like the I like the end where the lightsaber gets torn in two and it's this kind of this thing where they now are torn in two and they had the opportunity they both wanted to turn each other and they both had the opportunity to turn and the surprise to me was that neither of them did like they just stayed the course and this is the second chapter in a third uh in a three-part story and so for them to stay the course uh actually kind of makes sense because their arc is not done yet but yeah i there's just a lot to get into with 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 Luke. There's a lot to get into with Kylo Ren, um, and then you have Rose, the new character. I'm really curious what you guys thought of Rose um, in the back seats there. Anyone like Rose? Want to speak up? No. Okay. No one like Rose. I like. Her. I thought she was okay. What do you mean she's she's okay? I mean she's not like super awesome. I mean I liked her. She's a good character. Uh, Ellen is shrugging. She said she liked her. So and every- here's the thing. Here's and and this is one thing. It, it even showed up in the dialogue a little bit of this kind of every man. Like Kylo Ren is when he's talking. He's like, yeah, you know, you could totally do this. You know, and, and there's there's this element of where it goes a little bit too far into the every person. But these are just people they're not all superheroes they're not all superman and you have yes ray who is superman or wonder woman i guess um who's learning how to do what she's doing and you have poe who is really good at what he does but also really not a good leader and you have these but they're they're all these people who they're flawed people and they're dealing with their flaws and yeah it's not superman it's not you know it's not honestly. It's not even um, uh, Luke Skywalker from from the first trilogy, where it's just I know what I need to do. I need to save the world. I'm going to be a good guy, and I'm going to I got to do what I got to do. And oh, I got to stay with my aunt and uncle. But yeah, I'm not really staying here because you know that that's just thrown in there for a little bit of drama. And it it just that's what I like about it. I like that Rose is a below decks person. I like that she is really a nobody. And that's one of the themes here. You know, um, uh, Luke asks Ray where she's from. Nowhere. No, no one's from nowhere. And and Kylo Ren, part of his lie, I mean, he's he's got some truth potentially of who her parents were. But part of his lie is you are nobody. They were nobody and you are nobody. You come from nothing. That's not true. That's just not that's not the way humanity works that's not the way god runs things we are something he created us you know and um but that's a theme that comes out of not out of obviously like what what we believe where it comes from you know god loving us and god's love the world and the christmas story and blah 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 but it does have that idea there of you know nobody is from nowhere nobody is a nothing and so you have rose who is who could be a nothing but she's not you know she she stands up for what's right. She tries hard and she's someone that people just don't notice. And she gets to be a part of the story. And that's what I like about that. Um, yeah. So that's, that's one of the things I liked about one of the themes that I liked. And then I also like the idea of, you know, you, you make your choices and absolutely Kylo is making his and 
is this what you're talking about, Brendan, when you're talking about the, the turn and then the twist where you think that uh, Kylo is actually turning yes. and and he does the thing with Snoke and Snoke, I, I love the scene and I knew where it was going yeah. uh, but the, I love the scene where Snoke is like, yes, I can feel and he's like, your uh, weakness weakness is a sharp weapon to use, you know, and he's, I can feel that he's going to twist he's turning the lightsaber on right now to kill his true enemy and then, yeah it's him the what Kylo Ren was saying during that scene was like almost the same stuff he was saying before he killed Han Solo where it like it had this like double meaning um or he's like you know I know what I have to do and Han Solo thinks that he's gonna you know turn over to the light side but he ends up killing uh he ends up killing uh Han Solo but um uh, then in in that scene, uh, Snoke is uh, he's saying all that stuff, and uh, Kylo Ren's like, "I know what I have to do," and then the lightsaber turns and cuts him in half. Well, and if ever there was a, a good picture of pride comes before the fall, it's the same thing with the Emperor, you know. Where but this <laughs> Snoke is so sure of himself. And so positive that everything's turning up smoke. You know, it's just, this is all going to be as I have foreseen. And again, he, I mean, he's in the moment and he's misreading the moment because of his pride and his arrogance. And he, he sees the resolve and the hate, you know, that Kylo Ren has. And then, no, it's all, it's all focused on him. Again, I, I liked it. And then the twist. Okay. So you have the turn there. And then the twist is, um, Kylo's still not gonna turn to the light. Is that what you wanted, Evan? Is 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 that the is that the what you're talking about with the turn and the twist that you didn't like? There was a couple of them, uh, but yeah, I guess that was one of them. Where you think he's gonna turn to the light and he doesn't. I really because because then he ends up being the bad guy, and I just don't like him as the the main bad guy. I don't find him interesting or or menacing. So you're you're saying you found Palpatine more interesting, absolutely, and more compelling, absolutely, and had because <laughs> like Palpatine is just he's a mustache twirling bad guy. Why is he bad? He's bad. They never even talk about why he's bad. There is no reason for him to do any of the stuff that he wanted to do other than power. Yeah, I like that. You like that? You would write that character? That was a great character. I wish. What are you I was I was really hoping that he would come back and and be the puppet master behind Snoke. I really was. I was waiting for it the whole movie. Oh, if that happened, I would have been mad. Not because I don't like Palpatine. He, he's decent enough in the uh, Return of the Jedi, but um, I just uh, if they had brought back anyone like that, not just him, but uh, I, no. I would have loved it. This would have been my favorite Star Wars movie, probably if that would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> So, people who liked the movie, um, like, anything else you want to talk about that you liked? It's like, I'm talking to these dead ends. Who wants to talk about the relationships in the movie? Anybody? Oh, here we go. Okay, so, um, so I can't figure out with Finn, like, so he was all with Ray and stuff, not like, they hugged each other and stuff, and so... 
<laughs> they were hugging, which, <laughs> and then um, Rose came along. So I'm like, who's he gonna choose? I think Kylo Ren and Rey are like perfect oh, yes. together. I just think that's I think that's great. <laughs> I I just thought they would like kiss or something, they, yeah. you know. They had some chemistry going. They had some chemistry going. I thought they were gonna go there. <laughs> somebody somebody needs to get in a relationship with this movie because by this time in the original trilogy, we've had Han and Leia kissing, and then by this time in the prequel trilogy. We've had lots of Padme and Anakin kissing, and nobody's kissing except for Rose. Yeah, that, that, such a wonderful romance in that. Oh no, the, the Padme Anakin's real creepy, oh, but but Han and Leia was great. <laughs> How about the the sister relationship? I again, that's just this great little little moment. Girls, girls, that is some good sisterhood right there, where she cares about her sister, and she loses her sister, but she wants to honor her sister. So, girls, take that to heart when one of you so dies in a bombing run. You should get us all matching necklaces. Oh, yeah. I would totally get you that, except for one thing. There's only two pieces, and there's three of you, so. Well, I mean, Amelia doesn't need oh, one, right? right? Oh, my God. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh, how about that opening scene? That was great. The, the whole fight at the beginning. I love that. With yeah, the bombing run and and, and uh, Poe calling in and messing with uh, Hux on the radio, that was awesome. I'm sure about that though, because it just it didn't seem like Star Wars. Like that just didn't seem like any other Star Wars movie at all. Yeah, that that got me a little nervous at first. Yeah, that seemed like very modern Earth humor, but but it, I think it goes along with like some of the stuff Han Solo did and and that sort of thing. Honestly, I mean. Back to Amelia there. I, I just liked it because it seemed like it matched Poe's character. Yeah, because he does that same sort of thing to Kylo Ren in the yeah. in the last one. He talks first. Yeah. He talk first. But um, that was totally like the beginning Skype session for, I mean, Strangers Daily. just podcasting in general. Like that is, are you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Uh, it happens way more than we would like. But yes. Okay, so pass it back. To okay, here's Tim. All right. First of all, Han Solo had dice hanging from his rearview mirror. Um, and second of all, uh, I think that one of the things you said before, Dad, one of the things that you were scared of, I think that's probably going to be happening now. Um, since Princess Leia didn't actually die. I feel like they're probably going to be using some CGI in the later movies. They're probably just going to talk about it in the next one. Like they'll they'll probably just say how she died in the next one like but you're not going to see it happen. Or that was another twist that I didn't like cuz I thought I thought she died when they blew up the bridge and I was like No, I I was very sad that she died, but I'm like, okay, that's a good way to do it because it's at the beginning. I wasn't expecting it. It's a good choice, or it's an interesting choice, so I'm interested to see what's going to go on from here. Eh. But if they had done it that way, you wouldn't have gotten the apology from Luke to her. You wouldn't have gotten the goodbye, basically, from Luke to her. You wouldn't have gotten those those moments. And and I, 
I also, when, <laughs> when we're sitting there and the explosion happens and I'm just, oh, well, that answers that question. And then <laughs> she uses the force and saves herself. And I'm just like, oh, well, that doesn't answer that question. Um, my, heart, my heart sunk when that happened. I'm like, oh, this is sad. So your heart sunk when she didn't die. No, my heart sunk when she did die. <laughs> okay. Well, I was just expecting that of you because of just really what you... And then and then I was just... And then when she used the force to save herself, I'm like... Because when her hand's like twitching, I'm like, don't be alive. <laughs> it was too late then. When her hand starts twitching, she's alive. And she pulls herself in. And, oh, she's, she's a force user. Okay, all right. Um... <laughs> but we got that moment then at the end and and that's the other thing i mean the whole luke battle with kylo i really liked that that was cool um until he died that i did not like yep i did not enjoy that at all but you weren't supposed to enjoy it no, because like someone the, you liked died i didn't like the choice either come on what choice to, to let him die oh, the storytelling In choice that way yes that storytelling okay. choice yes yeah i i didn't like it either but then it kind of it works. You know, he became one with the Force at that point. Yeah. I, I mean, I just kind of wish they would have saved it for uh, the third one because I wanted to see, I wanted to see an all-out, like, prequel-style lightsaber fight, and we kind of got little hints of that with this battle, but I wanted to see some, like, legit crazy lightsaber fighting with Luke as a Jedi Master. I wanted to see... I, wanted, I mean, it was, it was a cool twist that he wasn't there at all. That was really cool. And I liked the fighting that did happen. But I wanted to see, like, some freezing laser blasts in the air some more because Kylo Ren did that once with no explanation. And I want to see some more of that stuff, you know? Like, new force powers are coming out of the wazoo with no repeats. I just want, I want some, some more, you know? So, we get it. We get it. You hate this movie, but... Um, <laughs> So, but I, 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 the choice, it was interesting. Now, one of the things that made me say, okay, we're at Dagobah right now, even though it was on that planet, was um, the X-Wing is under the water. Yeah, yeah, that was good. A good callback. And, yeah, so I just, it was a little too Empire Strikes Back, which makes me eh, maybe ding it a little bit. But this definitely gets a four, four and a half stars out of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I mean. I have a long list here of other negative things I could say, but I don't want to ruin the podcast, so I just won't do that. Thank you. Yeah, good job. We appreciate that. Wow. I, I am curious, like though. It's, <laughs> it's a pretty, like, fleshed-out list. Well, I don't know. It doesn't look too fleshed-out to me, but I do like that you have three pros. Yes, I have three pros and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven or so. Okay, let me see your list there. So we've got uh, Chase movie. Yep. Kill everybody. B. That's a typo. It's a typo. Oh, okay. Uh, Kylo, not strong villain. Weird flashback choices. I kind of like those. Uh, did not like Luke's ending. Uh, Ray's parents revealed dumb. Nope. Nope. Yep. Again, that just goes to that. <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, and slow pacing. Um, Ray's parents. That's not dumb. But it is. It's she, okay. You c- tell me why it's dumb, and then I'll tell you why it's not. Evan is going to explain why it is dumb that uh, Ray's parents were nobody. I think it's dumb because, um, for for one, I think it's kind of a dumb choice that they've they've contrived this mystery from the beginning, where you have in all the original trilogy, there's no mystery. There's a giant reveal that twists everything on its head, which was really cool. But there's no 
Oh, there's a mystery. Let's find out what the mystery is. We're going to we're going to tease you with it for two, three movies. There's none of that stuff. And then in the prequel trilogy, there's no mystery there either because we all know what's going to happen. And so I don't like the contriveness of the mystery stuff here and they've they've built it up where ooh, who's raised parents? Oh, they're no one. Dumb. Who's raised parents? Oh, they're no one is exactly why it's not dumb. It's that again, she is important. But her value does not come from being part of the Skywalker legacy. It comes from her just being this person who was just left on a planet. And it just she she's just there. And and then the whole thing where Kylo says, you know, here's the 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 reveal. If we can trust him, that's the one thing. Is is it true? It, it may not be true, but I'm I'm guessing that it is. He's using the truth against her to say you are nobody. Is she nobody? Because that's her parents. That's her legacy. That's her lineage. No, she is not nobody. And that's why I like it so much is that it's this person who is not nobody, but she, she could be, if she could take to heart her legacy being, she was sold into slavery to pay for her parents' drinks. I mean, that may be an oversimplification of what happened there, but the idea that they didn't care about her enough. And so the other thing is when you look at what happened in Force Awakens, it totally fits. It totally fits what was said about her. It totally fits the flashback we got about her. And it just, to me, it works. And as a twist, it's the exact opposite of the, no, you are my father or, you know, I am your father. It's, it's the opposite of that. The opposite is, you know, you don't matter at all. That's all well and good, but this is a Star Wars movie, and all of our other protagonists have been important because they're part of the Skywalker family. That's that's good. That's good, Evan. That we should do the same thing all the way through, every single time. I want to start. I like the Skywalker family stories. I like that the first trilogy is about Anakin. I like that the second trilogy is about Luke. And I was hoping that this would continue that, but it's just going off in random offshoot randomness. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like this is. <laughs> unless, unless, unless it's uh unless the one they're talking about or the Skywalker legacy we're going to follow is Kylo Ren. Um, but he's kind of put the kibosh on that. No, so. that is exactly, I mean, this is the trilogy of trilogies. This is the Skywalker legacy story from Anakin to Kylo. All right. And Ray is a part of Kylo's story. And why is she a part of Kylo's story? Again, we'll talk about balance and stuff maybe if you want. Probably later on with Steve maybe. But um, because she is the one who rises to be against him. And this is still a Skywalker trilogy. But it's not Ray who's the Skywalker. I don't like it. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. Wow. All right, guys, uh, we're going to close this thing down. <laughs> I don't know if we can go further down, but <laughs> we have to find a movie that Evan wants to really rave about and have a more fun conversation, maybe. But yeah, that's part of the trilogy of terror that we still haven't gotten around to watching. Grinch. 
Polar Express. Did someone say Grinch? Are there and a lot of them in the car? Santa Claus. Oh, there's one. There is only one Grinch in this car. I'm not Grinchy about Christmas movies, Ben. That's no, no. That yeah, because we watch Christmas movies like all December and we are Grinchy about it because we hate them, I guess. Oh, but the best one. Oh my goodness. We have I, I've been holding back on the Grinch conversation because there are so many things wrong with that movie that just are they're morally wrong. It's spiritually wrong. I can't understand how someone could like that movie. The Grinch, the Soul Christmas. Oh man, yeah. yeah, I know you do. <laughs> okay, so final word. Go around the horn one more time. If you don't have a final word, go ahead and just pass the microphone. We're gonna start over here with my oldest daughter, Ellen. Uh, I wanted to say that it was. Um, I thought it was kind of different that. Uh, with, like, Darth Vader, I thought it seemed more like they were trying to get rid of him, like, kill him. But with um, Kylo Ren, it's more like Rey's trying to turn him to the light side. So, yeah. Uh, I just think it was a good movie. I really liked it. But, yeah. Broom Kid. Yes! 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 Broom Kid. Oh, snagged. Um, I don't know. I think someone should expand on Broom Kid. I don't know if I'm I'm worthy, but I would say it was a good movie, and I'd recommend going and seeing it. Evan, Broom Kid. Yep. Broom Kid was dumb. Evan thinks. Say it, man. Go ahead. Uh, Broom Kid was dumb. <laughs> go, go ahead. Say the words. Say the words. I already said it. Okay, um, last words Broom here. Broom Kid was dumb? I didn't like Broom Kid. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Broom Kid is you and me, Evan! Broom Kid is you and me! I just want Skywalkers. I don't want regular people. All right. So, I, yeah, I said it! All right. I gotta say my last words, and then we're gonna go. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I'm now officially, I'm now officially an old man who does not like the new Star Wars movies as much as I like the old ones that came out when I was a kid. So, Ben, let me shake your hand because I'm a part of the club. Uh, kind of. Yep. All right. I'm coming around on the prequels. Well, I li- I've always liked the prequels, but I now I don't like but... these ones. All right. So, in 20 years, I or no, probably 10, 10, 15 years. Yeah. Then I will like this movie probably. It'll come around. Final words. All right. Give mine. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know what my final word is, but Broom Kid is you. And me, Broom Kid is anyone who ever picked up a stick and pretended to be a Jedi and was inspired by the stories of Luke Skywalker. That is who Broom Kid is. Amen. Like that could be the honestly, that could have been the final shot of all the Star Wars movies ever, and it's perfect. He did. He used the Force to get the broom, and then like the hay that he's sweeping moves ahead of the broom. Although that sometimes can happen. I've swept things up where the, the air from the broom actually... So you are Broom Kid. That's true. I was, yes. A broom Kid, he just inspires janitors everywhere, I think is what it comes down to. Uh, and I think that'll be my final word. We are coming back to this movie. I don't know when or how, but there's a lot more to talk about. Like Luke's sacrifice, was it a necessary sacrifice? Uh, yeah, but... Maybe it'll just be me and Steve so I can get a more positive, more positive view on Star Wars, maybe. (laughs) Wow. All right. Well, that's it. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, Evan, 
there is one more final word that you do need to give, and that is, who is our sponsor? Oh, yes, our sponsor is dogwings.us, and they are your go-to person for graphic design, cartooning, and logo production. So check them out. They did our cover art for our podcast. Thank you very much. And the, with all that said, I want to thank my kids. I want to thank Brandon. And I want to thank uh, Derry. And Evan was coming along for the ride, too. And we then have to we have to find a movie that you can come out and we can both just be really positive about. There has to be a balance, Ben. <laughs> I am the balance. No, the balance needs to be we both come out and we like it. See, but there's enough positivity in this car that I'm just I'm so negative. I'm I guess I'm balancing it all. I don't think that that's really how it works. <laughs> I will run. Evan. Don't say yeah, Evan doesn't like I'm Ray, okay? Rising up no, to meet no, the balance. No, no. See, because Ray is the one who's like, I see the good in you. Which, again, I mean, we're just we're mirroring Return of the Jedi with that. But Ray is the one who says, I see the good. And Kylo is the one who says, I see the bad. Come with me and be bad with me and hate things with me. <laughs> dislike. Dislike things. Okay, <laughs> with that said, everyone who's listening still, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we would love to hear from you, what you had to say. You can go to strangersandaliens.com and let us know. And uh, with all that said, we're going to drop off our passengers, and I'm going to say Godspeed. Godspeed. And I'm going to say it again before I hit the re- Godspeed. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. And once again, thanks for listening. Possible. It's number nine, Ben!